T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You've waited all week, and now the wait is over. It's the only unfiltered media podcast in America. This is Trash Talk on WEEI.com. Here he is, your boy, Blind Mike. Blind Mike. Ho, ho, ho. Hello, everyone. Merry Christmas to all the gearheads out there. This is our big Christmas spectacular. We've got uh, guest stars and... uh, uh, presents and we've got the original Christmas carols. Presents? Oh, Ooh. just the whole, it's a real a Christmas show today. No, same shit as always. Um, now, the real question is Ken Laird's Twitter is up on this computer. <laughs> Caitlin doesn't want to do anything with it. I say we go crazy. We start giving people jobs. Right. And Mark James is full time. Uh, Chris Curtis is fired. Start some we could, real we could get him back down on the drinking path again. We could do some damage here with this Twitter account. But we'll decide by the end of the show. See, I was just thinking, like, we should just tweet a selfie or something from his account. You're like, oh, we're going to fire yeah, people. Caitlin, and- yeah, no, no, no. Caitlin's got very cute ideas. I'm more, I'm a big picture guy. How do we get noticed, you know? Um, tweet something racist off his account. <laughs> I, uh, I would never, I would never dare. Uh, now, the voice you hear, folks, I... I have to apologize. But keep in mind, it's Christmas time. Find it in your heart. This is the last time. Now, I'm giving him one last chance because I heard you. The gearhead spoke to me last week, and the reception was not good for Colin Letty. But I said, you know what? In the honor of Christmas, in the name of St. Nick, I'll give him one last shot to uh, prove himself, and uh, that's what he's back for today. Colin, how did you feel about all the about any of those about all the you don't care about no whether the listeners of this they're the ones listening to me what do I care about them they're the ones listening to this program there's there's three and and their opinions decide your fate there's there's like four there's like four accounts the the I can't believe I'm talking about fake Twitter accounts right now but the Callahan should be the Callahan promote this show more than anyone (laughs) they're all I've got baby all right whatever S V Callahan he's a fan Uh, no I've not heard that. He's not a. He's, he's indifferent. Okay. Which is a see way now that's you mentioned to me. I said this to you before that the, the fans aren't hating you. You said not all of them, and that's true. Most of the people on the planet, by a large majority, right, have said nothing about you. Yes. Billions of people have kept quiet on this issue. Exactly. Those who have spoken out, unanimous. We hear what you're offering, and we say no thanks. All right. I mean, do you know how many people listen to this show? I don't have any idea. All right, so how many Twitter? How, how many fake Twitter accounts are there? Uh, let's say there's six. But they're real people running them. How do you even know they're not the same people? You don't know that. They literally could be one person. It might be you. It would be a lot of work. It might be you. <laughs> it would be a lot of work. I'm not a hundred. If I'm all like, the accounts that tweet about this show was if it was one guy, it wouldn't guy, be that much. It would work. be a lot of work. Yeah. What do you mean a tweet takes like all of twenty seconds? I don't like this. No, guy. no, no, no. no. You're he misunderstanding. Sucks. If you look at the accounts and how often each of them tweets, that would be a right. Lot of work. No, that 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 would be, I guess, uh, somewhat time consuming. Not so not, not on people. like a real world scale. Pe- and you can like say it's only a few scale. people. The people that listen to this show don't like it. Uh what about the sport sportsy McKenzie? Does it, I've I've heard nothing good. He's they've they've tweeted out and you don't even know his not name. bad. I've not heard that. But hey, folks, who is the one? What we're gonna do? Here's what we're gonna do. Hey, here's what we're gonna do in honor of uh, Christmas. I'm giving you one last shot. So what we're going to do, this show will be out at roughly 4, 4.30, whatever, whenever we're done here. I like that, yep, 4.30. So I'll give you folks a few hours, and then I'll put up a Twitter poll at around 8 p.m., prime time. And I'll say, you know, Colin Letty, yay or nay. And we can, are going to say we can yay. Vote, and we can vote. People are going to say yay. No, 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 they're going <laughs> to say nay, but that's just, no one. Well, would, hey, no, no one, that's the public, no baby. One, no one Trump's would. in office because <laughs> the people spoke. <laughs> No one in in just general society, let alone this one small demographic of people, are gonna vote yes for me. Well, that's not the small demographic. Not is the people that listen to this show. They don't think I should be on, but that they just they don't, don't like it. 
that they just don't like me. And they don't want to hear you. I don't, they, they've never said that specifically. Well, we'll find out. I'm, be honest. I'm okay hey, not being liked. Gearheads, be honest with me. Don't do not do what you think is funny or what you what I want. My to voice do. must be heard. Give a, give a real answer. Do you think Colin's good, yes or no? Because this will be uh, the final decision. Letty, this gives you plenty You're of time. You're letting the people decide. It's your show. <laughs> yeah, you've got plenty of time to lobby and create right. your own parody you accounts. You can text all of your friends. <laughs> yeah. Get them all can to Can I make a, a parody Gil- Gilroy account? Yeah, that'll get some buzz. We'll just, we'll just be boring Celtics talk? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Terrific. No, I love Gilroy. Um, speaking of Gilroy, speaking of uh, casting couch members and, and, and bit players here at WEI, there's an official... This show now has an official... Uh, third man of the Mutton Callahan show. We're lobbying for someone, and uh, I did not expect to be doing this, but I'm I'm fully behind uh, one Alex Reamer to be uh, full time on the Mutton Callahan show, and it's purely because, I mean, what else is there? <laughs> because there are too many days where I've tuned in and heard Andy Hart trying to get tough with Mutt. I was like, I don't I don't understand what this bit is, <laughs> and then uh, or, or Greg Dickerson. Yelling, just talking loud, or not showing up. I liked it. I met, I met Greg Dickerson once. He was a very, very nice guy to me. But it's like, hey, if you're going to complain about Chris Curtis not giving you enough notice, maybe it's just not for you. And even Tomasi, I like I, I like Tomasi on the show. But it's like then every, every week you hear, he doesn't want to come in Friday because he's got a family party on Saturday. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? The one guy, the one guy that shows up when they want him to show up, no matter what, and gets the vibe of the show, and 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 you know he's, he 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 adds to the product. That is Alex Reamer. So clearly, I don't make the decisions here, and that's very clear. You don't. But if I did, newsflash, my guy would be Alex Reamer. No, obviously I don't make the decisions here, uh, because for some bizarre reason, I was brought in for a meeting three weeks ago or whatever it was now, and uh, I was told. You know, we don't see we don't see it with you on air, which I was like, okay, what? Well, I want you to bring me in to tell me that. I, I got that. When you didn't put me on air, that's how I figured out you didn't want me on air. You're I I, you're I picked not that the up. You're guy though anymore. Once Kirk once Kirk left, that I feel like that was it. Well, you're on to something, my friend, because uh, don't play coy. What does that mean? <laughs> I want to know what that means. Well, first of all, what I think it means from the eyes of the EEI people, I now believe, and I believed it at the time, but I didn't want to say it, I was being a good boy. But what I believe to be the case is that I was seen as a Minahan guy. I was Team Kirk. That's how I was viewed uh, by the people that know who I am here and the people who make decisions. Um, I'm Team Kirk. And, I, you know, I, I, you know who I'm talking I'm Zerbano is obviously who I'm talking um, I think he sees me at Team Kirk, as as Team Kirk. I think the fact that I am also Team Portnoy probably doesn't help. Um, I don't know. It, that was never mentioned to me. I don't know that that weighs into in You picked enemies. <laughs> That's but, why. Well, okay. Ones who have supported you, mind you. I, which is, I, I, mean, which I get it. Come on. Yeah. Who am I going to pick? But, it, but a, guy like, that, a guy that looked me in the eye and said, I don't see it with you. I don't see any talent in you. Or a guy who did see talent in me, brought me in, gave me every opportunity in Dave Portnoy, still talks about me to this day. There's love there between he and I. Uh, and a guy like Minahan, who's done my podcast multiple times when he hasn't needed to. And I'm in some discussions with him now. We'll see. Um, but should I be loyal to those guys? Or should I be loyal to the guy that says, eh, I don't see it. I think you stink. It's like, okay, that's fine. You can absolutely think I stink, but then don't ask me to be loyal to you. And uh, so the vibe of- has all the cards, though. That's the thing. Well, right. Zarbano has all the cards. So Let who, me tell you something. Who do you want to go with? I mean, right now, Portnoy, he's not hiring you. In, Let, me tell you something Kirk. About, Let me tell you something Where about Dave Portnoy, where, uh, which is why I will always respect him, uh, is that Dave Portnoy gave me a chance. Gave me every opportunity, really. Gave me a chance to blog there. Uh, he had me in on uh, the rundown. I did uh, Adam Carolla's show a few times. He looked for every opportunity. He also threw a wallet for, at your, for me to fit in. Face. <laughs> I understand that, but that, that yeah, that was part of that's this. how you, I fit you, in. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I mean, that's how you knew you yeah. were going to. He didn't. And you being cool with it. He was... didn't follow me home and do that. Right. You know what I mean? He did that for content, and I was in on that. I'm part. I was part of the bit. 
So right, you knew that going in that that was going to be part of it. And Portnoy has admitted now on Barstool Radio, he just a few weeks ago, said maybe we misused Mike. He goes, he's good on the podcast. Um, and that's why I'll always respect Portnoy. And they brought me back. They used they you know I'm in the documentary that's coming out. Um, so that that's why there's loyalty there because he saw something in me and tried to make that happen. And it's on me the fact that it didn't happen at Barstool because I got kind of lazy there and uh, uh, complacent, and I, I didn't. I got angry that maybe I wasn't doing the things I wanted to be doing. So I so that you know it bred laziness, and that's why I'm not doing that here. Yeah, but what's, that's why I keep coming in to do the podcast every week, even though they tell me I suck. Well, what's um, better, like Portnoy can say all the nice things he wants. No, 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 he I doesn't do. say nice things about me. Portnoy doesn't. No, you just said he. No, no, no. He said maybe we misused it. That's right. not a nice thing. That's being honest. That's something Portnoy does only when it's 100% honest. Maybe we misused it. But, but, I'm but saying right now he tried. You're... And what I'm saying is there's no trying here. It's, hey, you haven't gotten in line, so we're not going to give you an opportunity. No matter what we see from you in talent. But you have No matter what podcast. we see, that you've grown an audience completely by yourself. The station doesn't promote my show. Completely by myself, I've grown an audience for this show. Whether, you know, it's a very small... Cult following, bunch of, bunch of jerks, uh, nice guys. I would say, <laughs> and that's and not gals. the way to get them to like you. I don't, <laughs> I don't want them to like me. Oh, okay. Well, good. You're right on, right on track. <laughs> but I've I've done it completely by myself with the help of Rob Bradford. It, if it wasn't for Bradford, I wouldn't be here at all. Rob Bradford's a guy that gave me a chance. No one else has given me a chance here. Yeah, Patrick Gilroy's a guy who gave me a chance. Arcan gave me a chance before all of them. So. These are guys that gave me opportunities. What I've what I got from that meeting is, uh, we have no interest in giving you a chance. But and, and okay, that's fine. No interest in giving me a chance. But we see maybe you could be a producer, which I find odd. Again, it's <laughs> weird lo- to have me. It's weird to have me do a job I physically cannot do. <laughs> to, for me to say, I can't see the fucking computers, and to be like, ah, try it bump in the road, <laughs> this minor obstacle. Um, but now I found out that was a lie. Are there any Braille-friendly equipment that they can None use? None in here. Not that I know. Could well, you... so, um, well, I'll get to that. I'll Do get you to know that. Braille? I don't. No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'll get to that. A guy who used to work here, if you're a hardcore EEI fan from back in the day, if you listen to like, the big show and all that, uh, you might remember this guy named Pete Gustin, who would do bits. Like, you know, he did the Ordway impression, the Pete Shepard impression and all that. And he would do bits. Back when the station did bits. Uh, that was all Wiener Weiner line. That was all Pete Gustin. No, that was that was Andy. But the little bits were uh, Pete Gustin. Pete Gustin's a guy who's legally blind, and I've heard his name for that reason before. Uh, it's been brought up to me, uh, and he's you know an excellent producer. Now he's the voice of Fox News and other stuff. Um, so Pete Gustin's very successful, legally blind. So Zarbano said, "Well, you know, let's get you in touch with him." So maybe maybe he can show you the ropes how to be a blind producer. I said, "All right, that's that's great." And then he said, uh, "Hey, I'll I'll also put you in touch with uh, Ken and Curtis, and maybe you can shadow them because what Curtis does is not board up. He, you know, what he does is right. more uh, book guests, come up with topics, get the rundown at night, all that kind of stuff. So maybe you can shadow them. Neither of those things happened. Um, did you follow up? I did. With what? An email." Yes. I sent an email the next day. To who? Who do you think? To, the guy, the to guy I met with. Well, I didn't know if you meant <laughs> yeah. Chris. No, Curtis I sent an email the next day saying, hey, thanks a lot for taking the time to meet with me. Also, you mentioned this name, Mark Dundero, to me, who I don't know who that is. I looked him up. He does EEI Providence. He's a Bryant grad. Well, Shout ter- out. Terrific. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, so I said, you know, Mark Dundero, I guess. Th- that name was brought up to me in that meeting. He, uh, uh, Joe said to me, uh, I think you're behind that guy. Like he, to, to me, I don't see any difference between you and Mark Dondero, I believe was the quote. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know who the hell Mark Dondero is, but if he's as good as me, good for him. Congratulations. Um, so, so I found out he did EEI Providence stuff. And when it was clear to me I was not getting on the air here, probably ever, I said, um, hey, you know, thanks for pre- uh, reaching out and taking the time to meet with me. I appreciate it. Also, I saw that this guy does EEI Providence stuff sometimes. Do you think that's a route that I could take to get on the air? No response. Now, what I believe this to be is this was a meeting to say, hey, get in line. Uh, You're loyal to me or you're loyal to Kirk. 
And I don't know why it has to be mutually exclusive. I would have been very loyal. And I still am. I am loyal to EI. Uh, I'd love to be on air here. But I don't know why it has to be one or the other, where now I have to disown Kirk and I can't say nice things about him. Because when, Kirk when he was a guy. Who give, who give, hey, hey, who gives a fuck? He didn't rip me. But who? who I'm you, not you trashing gotta, EI. Nice. I'm defending Kirk. I don't get why defending Kirk can't be allowed. When, because Kirk if you, doesn't have the keys to the airwaves. Zarbano but if you're in broadcasting, does. everyone in this building should be defending Kirk. Because what happened to him was 1 million percent wrong. He got a, show, a number one show taken away from him for doing nothing. They used his mental illness as an excuse to get rid of him. That's, I don't see how that's not blatantly wrong to everyone. So when I defend him, because of those reasons, and because he's also a guy who's been good to me, I don't get why that's wrong, and I'm told not to do it. So that's been very frustrating. But uh, that is my message to the gearheads that uh, I will probably never be on WEI. I've been on before, and that was a, uh, a great honor. But at this point, I will probably never be on the airwaves. Um, but I am ha- I'm happy doing this podcast, and I'm glad Bradford has given me that opportunity. Uh, hopefully no one else tries to take that away from me. Um, but I like doing the podcast. I'm going to continue to keep doing it. And doing it well, and bringing in listeners to their website, which again, I don't know why that wasn't looked at when it was like, eh, I don't see it. It's like, okay, maybe you don't see it. But I'm bringing in people, and people who are fans of the number one morning show in the country. So why wasn't that a factor? I have no idea. But since it will never be me, this, that was the, the long way of saying this was, since it will never be me, uh, I fully endorse Alex Reamer. Cause, and uh, apparently he, he may be, if, if I'm allowed to ever do the podcast again after this, um, I think we're shooting for January with Reamer. I haven't talked to him, but he, he tweeted back at me and said, uh, hey, uh, I'll, I'll do the podcast sometime again. And I said, all right, Al, you come on in. Al. Um, <laughs> Big Al. <laughs> I like Reamer. It's weird. Native guy. Because we're not, we might be complete opposites in every way. Except I am a very closeted gay man. <laughs> Don't tell my girlfriend. Um, How deep? But other than that, oh, I'm just <laughs> waiting to come out, <laughs> knocking seeing, at the door. Seeing Christmas presents? <laughs> um, <laughs> so other than that, I think we're pretty much opposite in every way. And uh, But, you know, I, I, maybe, that, maybe that's what adds to it. Maybe that's why I like him on air. <clears throat> because you kind of need a guy uh, that's polarizing. And I don't think you're getting that from any other, a any other outlet. Yeah, a bit of a contrarian. I think he and, challenges yeah, I th- Jerry pretty well. Yeah. Compliments Mutt. On certain things. My prob- if I had one problem with Remo, it would be that, you know, say Jerry's out one day and it's Mutt, Callahan, and Dickerson, Remo will go right into let's talk sports. Mm. Um, company man. And you know what? Maybe I should take some tips from him. Because <laughs> obviously being the other way doesn't work for me. But that's my one uh, problem with Remo. And I'll, br- you know, I'd have no, I don't think he would have a problem with me saying that. I'm sure he would disagree, but we can talk about that whenever he's on the uh, whenever he's on the program. Now, speaking of sticking to sports, when you guys asked me what the topics were today, sports. I said, let's talk some Patriots, because I want to prove, dun, 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 I want to prove that I can do it. You know, I'll never be on the air here at <laughs> WEI, but if, it were, if I were, it would sound a little something like this. So, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do a bit. Let's, I, I actually will talk Patriots, because... Uh, I believe now, more than ever, and I said this over the summer, in fact, if you go to any of my WEI late-night appearances with Patrick Gilroy, you'll hear me saying this, that I believe uh, Bill Belichick sabotaged the season by just tanking, essentially tanking. This for the Patriots is tanking, being 9-5, and five, because what I believe happened is uh, Belichick had Garoppolo taken away from him, and then he, you know, the players turned on him in the super, in the Super Bowl and after the Super Bowl with the Malcolm Butler thing and then the Gronk thing and essentially everything the the, the Guerrero thing everything Brady has done the last year plus has had the players turn against Belichick and Belichick said all right you know what this off season will be ooh we'll kick our feet up and have some fun hey show up whenever you want we'll go to a movie we'll catch some flicks together it's all sunshine and rainbows. And I think you're seeing the fruits of that now. The fruits of that lack of labor. Uh, where Brady's not the same, and I don't think it's due to age as much as, you know, just lack of effort. And the rest of the lack team's of not the same. Lack of effort what? Lack of effort all offseason. Every year of Brady's career, 
He's been the guy with that parking spot who shows up early and leaves late, and he's the hardest worker on the team. This year he wasn't that, yet expected to be the exact same guy he's always been. At 41. I mean, he missed he missed OTAs. Right. I, I understand, like, from my perspective, it does start. It's like a nine-month thing. You get, like, a month off from the season, and then you go. But, I mean, at least he wasn't – he wasn't – he didn't miss OTAs to stick it to Belichick this year. I think he did. No, I think it was a, it was a compromise with Giselle saying, hey – you're, you're getting up there in age. Your kids are growing up. We need something. We need a little See, bit more. Okay. If it's going to be something, it had to be OTA. Well, then that's the mentality I'm talking about where sure, it, should, I'm be, just saying it, it should be I'm getting up there in, the, in age, so I need all the preparation I can get. If I needed that when I was 35 and when I was 25, I certainly need it when I'm 41. But sometimes when you start, when you start uh, too early, you kind of get burnt out by you know week seven. It hasn't happened to him before. Every year, his body's changing. And, and Brady has preached the importance of OTAs and everything. And this year, he was like, eh, I guess I was lying. Uh, and I, I, th- I, I, think, say... I think Belichick saw that, and he saw that resonating with the rest of the team. And he said, all right, we'll kick our feet up this, this summer. And I think you're seeing, you're seeing what happened with that now. I would say, from reports, Belichick and Brady's relationship have never been better, and I think that has a ah, lot. That's bullshit. I think that has a lot to do with Garoppolo getting hurt. I think they both looked at it and they were like, "That was supposed to be our no, next quarterback." I don't, I don't Absolutely, think that has to do absolutely. No, because Garoppolo wouldn't be hurt if it, it would be a different. Sure, scenario. but it still happened. I mean, the grass isn't greener, is what I'm saying. He went to San Fran. And he's not playing this year, and they were supposed to be they were supposed to be top dogs in in the NFC or at least contenders, and now they're not. Now they're nothing. Well, they okay. were nothing without. I'll counter that with saying, now Belichick looks at Brady struggling, and says, "Well, now I've got nothing." Well, let's look at struggling. now the future. Now the future is nothing. They're not. They're not dead. This is patriot. This is patriot. That's struggling for the patriot. You see, it getting better at next year and the year after and the year after that. I don't think so. Why? If they, why would it? I think they. I think because the year, the best quarterback ever. I would say it was is, on is, is getting old. He's going to be done soon, if not now. And going forward, it's only going to get worse. I would comment. Say. <laughs> I mean, look, it's it is on Brady because he's playing he he's playing poorly at inopportune times. But when you look at the grand scheme of things, I just don't think is I think they gutted the roster. I mean, you got rid of Deion Lewis, you got rid of their. That's been that's been whatever I understand. People said that every year. People said, how are they going to play? No, with they this have. Guy? It's Brady and nobody else. This, I mean, you have Edelman, you have Gronk, Edelman's you have James, you have James Gronk White. Gronk is a non is a non factor this year. He he's been getting double teamed his whole career. Well, that's my entire point. This year, that's my entire is. point. Belichick wanted to trade Gronk also. It would have been and they wouldn't let him. Move. It would have been a great move. I, I was saying they cut Belichick's was... balls off with the Garoppolo thing. They did it again. They cut one of his, one of his nuts off with the Garoppolo thing. They cut the other one off with the Gronk thing. He could He can't make moves. The guys made every move correctly for a decade and a half. Then all of a sudden, the biggest decisions of the fr- franchise history come up. They don't let him make those decisions. And he said, "All right, this is what we'll do now." Then. I guess we'll let Robert Kraft and Tom Brady run the team, mm-hmm. and this is what you get: you get a nine and five team, maybe ten and six, eleven and five, however they finish, be bounced by. I mean, maybe they'll make the AFC Championship game if some stroke of luck happens, but they won't win the Super Bowl. I mean, Bowl. look at Patrick Mahomes is zero three in his three biggest games this year. We haven't seen any of these guys in the playoffs. And right. We know when it, when it's playoff time. Now they have Edelman. Now they have Gronk. Well, here's Edelman. what I'll say: if they play in the playoffs. Then at the very least, I would still believe, believe I'm right because I think being nine and five, if they end up going to the Super Bowl or winning the Super Bowl, I think being nine and five was certainly a wake up call. Sure. Otherwise, I don't think you. I don't think you lose to the the Dolphins and the Steelers and these. I mean, the abysmal, Dolphins was a fluke game. A fluke. But game. it should have been. That, it should have been that close to begin with. Uh, the Dolphins aren't a, aren't a slouch this year. I, I mean, they have to play the Patriots twice a year. And no, but if Tom if Tom Brady was himself and this offense was what it usually Tom Brady is, threw three that game would have been. Game. Yeah, we'll he played. Play. He 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 was not the issue at all. The issue is it was the coaching decisions. First of all, having Gronk out there when it's a 60, 70 yard throw, and then also not going for it on the one on the one yard line. Is he not that confident in his defense that they can stop a field goal That's with, true with thirty five seconds left? Belichick has made some decisions where it's like they don't have a defensive coordinator by doing? name, right? Uh, they're, they're, but that's happened before too. And and they're 29th in sacks. The pass rush is terrible. Gilmore's the only guy in the, in the secondary who's really made a huge impact. Yeah, and I'm saying every other year every other year there's been a way to turn around from that and this year I don't I don't see it happening. Right. I mean, they've gone from elite in almost every category, you know, being, you know, 1 through 5 to now now we're seeing signs of like 7th. Like this year I think they're like 7th in in uh first downs. Last year they were first. I really believe this is more or less 
going according to plan for Bill Belichick in the sense that he's like, well, I told you this was going to happen. I saw it coming, and no one, no one wanted to believe me. Um, but I guess we'll see. If they, lose, if they lose to the Bills this week, then it's really – it's all right. over. I, then you got to wonder, does Brady retire? Like, if they go 10-6 and six I mean, this but look year, at last it's game. only going to get worse. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's here's, only going to get worse. Here's the thing. All right. The miracle of Miami doesn't happen. They're 10-4. and four. No, Nobody's talking about it. And if they just lost to Pittsburgh, they'd say, all right, Pittsburgh's a playoff team. Brady also had three major drops in that game, and he also had a, uh, another just lapse of judgment, and he just threw that ball just not enough out of bounds. And obviously the last play of the game where he fades away. But then there's a coaching decision there where Corderell Patterson's on the field. He played six offensive snaps. And Josh Gordon, who played like 58, wasn't on the field for that last play. There's a weird thing where stuff like that worked for the Patriots every year I've been alive. I think they're out. Or every year I, can I think they're out coach- No, I think this year they're out. And this year it themselves. Hasn't been. They're out coaching them. Uh, they're out coaching themselves this year. Maybe they're overthinking things. I think it's got a lot more to do with the players and the attitude now. Well, that, I think the Brady's created. I mean, look what they got out of Cordell Patterson this year. Switching him to a running back, just getting those five six yards. They made some. They've made some semblance right. with. With the players they've had, but but still, I think it's a lot of it has to do with the coaching decisions. I think Brady's taken a ton of blame, as he should, I believe. I mean, he's gone from the best quarterback in the league to maybe the sixth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Probably. I mean, he he may not be good enough to just rely on Tom now. When, when back when there they is had there's no too receivers. much criticism of Brady, way too much. At least his play. It's like, come on, the guy's 41 years old, and he's still. Right. A moderately right. successful NFL quarterback like that's going to make the playoffs. Let's not rip him too much. It's a little crazy. Uh, he's, he's still you know, completing 65% I, I think of Mutt, his passes. Mutt compared him to Jordan on the Wizards this morning or something like that. And that's insanity. I mean, that's not. That's actually not terrible. Because Jordan with the Wizards was still putting up numbers. Yeah, I mean. I understand I what he's saying. In his twilight years, he's showing well, Brady's he's playing showing the most important has. position and still going to win a division. Right. So well, it's right. the East. How is that for sports talk, folks? Did I? The, am I? Am I Felger and Maz worthy? Could I fill in for Tony Maz someday? Mike, <laughs> wouldn't that be great? Um, now here's more of a trash talk topic: is uh, the Tucker Carlson thing. We can play the uh, clip real quick. It's not even so much the clip I wanted to talk about as it is a discussion I had with uh, Patrick Gilroy over the weekend. His name keeps coming up for some reason. Patrick Gilroy runs Trash Talk. He's the, the, the puppet master of Trash Talk. All roads end with Gilroy for some reason. Um, but this is the clip that got Tucker Carlson. Uh, his advertisers have started pulling out. I think we might be up to four advertisers have pulled out now. Something like that. Um, and this is one of the clips. Instead, our leaders demand that you shut up and accept this. We have a moral obligation to admit the world's poor, they tell us, even if it makes our own country poorer and dirtier and more divided. Huddled masses yearning to breathe free? Nope. Cynical shakedown artists who've been watching too much CNN. Tucker Carlson. Hey, that was, oddly enough, that last voice you heard was Pete Gustin. <laughs> what are the chances? Um, so, Tucker Carlson, first of all, if you listen to the entire content, we just don't have time to play the entire three-minute clip or whatever it is. I believe what Tucker Carlson is saying is talking more in the grand scheme of the country rather than calling individuals dirty. But take it as you want, whatever. I, I, everyone tells me you gotta, you got to know in this day and age uh, that's how people are going to take it. So fine. Maybe it was a dumb thing for Tucker Carlson to say. He's a regular what? Don Imus. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, what I would say to guys like Gilroy – and I think Gilroy might have misunderstood what I was saying. Uh, what I was trying to say was that no matter what, and I say this all the time, and people just don't listen to me, no matter what, if you're a talk show host or a guy who's paid to give his opinion, you should be defending stuff like this unless you think Tucker Carlson is truly an awful racist. And you've always said that before. Because I don't believe... One comment where you use, you know, the wrong word or it sounds bad as a, as, a, as a clip. I don't believe that proves someone to be a racist. So unless you always thought Tucker Carlson was this awful racist who should be off television, if that's the case, then, yeah, get him off television. No, no, who, who needs that on a, on a, a national cable news network? But I don't believe that clip should change your entire opinion of Tucker Carlson. Because 
it's not his opinion. It's one word that you're focusing on. What people are focusing on is the fact that he said dirtier. <laughs> and it's like, okay, that's probably the wrong word. It might be a, you can even say it's a dumb thing for him to say. But what should the punishment for that be? Should it be that he should lose his show? That he should lose all his advertisers? That everyone on that show should lose their job? I don't think so. I think what the punishment should be is have someone on Tucker Carlson's show the way he does every week and have them debate like, hey, what makes you think that? And he would either say, well, this is why I think immigrants are dirty, or he would say, no, what I meant was this, and explain his point. So people say, what did, what did he really lose? One advertiser dropped out. Two advertisers dropped out. Only three or four dropped out. Well, first of all, you see that number building. That eventually ends up with fire Tucker Carlson. Fox News has stood by him, which I think they should do. But you saw it here with Minahan, where at first, yeah, maybe it's only one advertiser drops out, but eventually it's, this guy needs to go. we got to get this guy off the air. And what I want guys like Gilroy to understand is that advertisers don't drop out of shows because they're offended by the content. At least 99% of the time. They drop out of shows because people call up and say, hey, we're not going to support this product anymore if you keep advertising with Tucker Carlson. Ooh, we're, we're going to take it away. We're going to stop making you money now. And then it becomes, now you've let a troll, you've let some asshole on Twitter dictate what you as a company do and how you reach your clientele. Kind of sounds like what's going on between me and you and Twitter right now. What do you mean? <laughs> your, your Twitter, your, your gearheads coming after me and, and making your decisions. My, gear, my gearheads. It's the same exact thing. No, it isn't. How? Because that is my entire fan base saying, <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. We've heard your <laughs> offer, and it we are refusing. <laughs> Whereas, usually with advertisers, it's a vocal minority. Strikingly similar, but I, yeah. I disagree. I think it is Fine. a vast majority. What if, what if I get twenty people, people that say they like me? Well, bring 20, it on, 20, baby. Twenty leadheads. I'm gonna bring twenty leadheads. Twenty leadheads, and they will outnumber your gearheads. Yes. You might want to watch for paint chips. <laughs> <laughs> I think the leadheads are eating a lot of a, 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 a lot of paint chips. I ate too many as a child. So. Yeah. Um, but no, kidding aside, of course. Um, what what the advertisers do is they hear a vocal minority and they pull out. So, we shouldn't be saying, hey, it's, what, did, what did he really lose? It's one advertiser. We should be encouraging the advertisers to stick with Tucker Carlson. Because if they believe that their demographic watches that show, then nothing changed in that one day. Tucker Carlson didn't all, all, all of a sudden become an awful racist. He's the same guy on Thursday that he was on Monday. So... We need to start encouraging advertisers to stick with shows. And I think if you're a guy who's paid to give his opinions on the radio or on TV, you should be all for that no matter what the asshole said. You might hate Tucker Carlson, and that's perfectly fine. Don't watch his show. That's what should lead the advertisers to pulling out. It should be, okay, well, this month there was a 15% dip in Tucker Carlson's ratings. Whether that was because of the immigrant comment or because his show sucks now or because of something else, that's why we were pulling out an advertiser. Not because one guy on Twitter said he was bothered by the phrasing of something. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Right. I mean, there does need... that. That's an offensive thing he said. Why? He's, he's signaling out a whole group of people calling them dirtier. Is he, though? Is that what he I know, meant? I, but is that I, what he I meant? Under, or is, I understand, but you've got to think about the people who, who just get the headline of that and, and to the masses who... Well, they're idiots. We, sure, shouldn't, but, we shouldn't keep encouraging But that just that. perpetuates... No, no. We shouldn't keep encouraging reading a headline and forming an opinion. The advertisers should say, no, no, look into this for a second. Listen to the entire clip, see what he meant, then come back to us and tell us what you That's thought. That's a lot harder than people just seeing... Well, sure, th yeah, yeah. Tucker yes, Carlson. It's a lot harder I'm not, than... I'm not defending, it's a lot I'm harder saying to understand that's what's going to happen. Things. That's what's going to happen. It's a lot harder to understand things and be educated on them, than to just go, ah, he's a racist, he's a racist piece of shit. But I'm saying we shouldn't live in that world anymore. And if everyone who said, well, what are you going to do? That's the world we live in. I don't in. disagree, but you If need everyone to have changed their tune and started speaking up a little bit, then we wouldn't live in that world anymore. 
He needs to have a consequence. Kevin Hart would still be on the Oscars. Right. Mika Brzezinski wouldn't have to give that awful fucking apology. <laughs> and this is more more proof that I defend both sides is that last week I defended Mika Brzezinski. This week I defend Tucker Carlson. I don't give a fuck if you're a Republican or a Democrat or who you voted for. It's if you're a, someone who's paid to give their opinion, I believe you should be able you should be given some room. And if the fans say, hey, we're not watching anymore, and there's evidence of that, that's when you get, it should be merit-based. It shouldn't be based on what guy is offended or what girl is offended. Yeah, but when you, when you make a mistake like that, there does need to be some kind of consequence, not getting his show taken away, but... No, the consequence he, should be a debate with someone who disagrees. A with debate, him. I think maybe, I think he should be suspended Where Tucker for, Carlson doesn't control it. How about that? Because the reason Tucker Carlson is hilarious is because he controls the debate and makes people look like an idiot. That's why he's great. But see, this is what the Fox will do. They'll bring someone who doesn't know what the hell they're talking about, and Tucker Carlson well, will just that, speak circles well, around Well, that's what him. I'm saying. They shouldn't. But on what news network is going to host that? Whoever It's going to be Fox? It, it could be. If people... And you know what? I think you if they did it, for a month. If they did it in a phony, shitty way, then again, the fans could say, hey, we didn't like that, and now we're not watching anymore. And then the advertisers say, hey, we're backing out now. I don't think it was a, a career-threatening comment. No, but obviously I th- not. I but. think if he, if they, if they, Fox wants to just save face and just say, hey, we're, we're not taking the show away, but we're, we're going to have him off for a month. He'll offer an apology, That's and then crazy. we'll go from here. That's crazy. Um, but well, the, <laughs> the real crazy thing was that Mika Brzezinski apology. Like... The, the lady that said butt boy that we talked about butt last boy, week? Butt boy, yes. I am horribly, uh, <laughs> I am sincerely sorry for using that awful word. And right. it's like, let's fucking relax. Right. It's a word every every asshole throws out in, in the proper context of all, all the, the time. Epithets, You're not a monster, Mika. Stick up for yourself. Right, right. Of all the epithets to use against a gay person, I don't think that was the worst one. Certainly not. <laughs> there are but many worse words But it wasn't against a gay person. Right. But like just it was to, against just a guy. <laughs> against... A wor- the phrasing she used, it could have been much worse. Sure. Um, and then one thing I wanted to talk about real quick, because uh, it's near and dear to my heart. Um, the, uh, there was, I, I often reference an episode I did at the end of August uh, where I talked about my own depression and stuff like that, and we talk about Pete Davidson a lot on this show. And uh, Pete Davidson put an Instagram post out that was basically like, hey, I know you guys don't want me here. Don't worry, I won't be around much longer. And then deleted his Instagram. Um, and people have given Pete Davidson a lot of shit over the last couple of months and, uh, a lot of shit for that. And, uh, to that, I would say, um, you know, just be careful of that because, uh, I was going through what Pete Davidson is probably going through on a much smaller scale, um, a few months ago where I was, uh, fucking horribly depressed. I would, th- I would throw shit on Twitter like, ah, oh, this is, <laughs> this is the end for me. <laughs> you know, vague, vague shit where everyone was like, hey, you all right, man? Um, I get what he's going through, and it's tough to have people uh, push a camera in your face every day and, you know, be okay with that, and that all happened at once for Pete Davidson, and uh, it's kind of sad to see um, the way he's handled it, but I would say there's, uh, you know, there's a lack of sensitivity to guys like Pete Davidson, but there's also too much the other way now where we almost promote the thoughts that Pete Davidson is having. Like I saw there was some study done on that show, uh, 13 Reasons Why or whatever it's called mm-hmm. on Netflix, where that's actually increasing the rate of uh, suicidal thoughts in uh, vulner- vulnerable teenagers. And, you know, I don't know how accurate that study is, but I believe it 100%, just because I think the amount we are... Um, encouraging that discussion I don't know how to phrase this right because I think the discussion is important that when you're you're going through stuff like that you should talk about it but it's almost now encouraged to have those thoughts among young people and it shouldn't be uh, like hey everyone just let Pete Davidson have those thoughts that's what happens it should be let's try and encourage Pete Davidson to get better and let's look at the reasons he's like that maybe it's because we're all awful cunts that shove a camera in his face and say, why'd you break up with Ariana Grande? As if it has any impact on our lives. How can you make a joke about a guy with an eye patch? Hey, let's all maybe reel that instinct in for a second and say, well, that's why Pete Davidson's in that condition. Not everyone's going to get like that, and I don't think you should treat him with kid gloves. But when someone is like that, 
I don't think you should say, oh, good, he made fun of a guy with an eye patch, and he broke up with America's sweetheart. Maybe uh, take it back a few notches. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but I just wanted to throw my, uh, my two cents in the, in the Pete Davidson ring. And the real thing I thought that was kind of shitty was, I don't know if you saw Ariana Grande when he was going through all that. Ariana Grande tweeted out, put on Twitter. I'm guessing she has Pete Davidson's number. They were engaged, right. so it's possible that they crossed paths on via, via cell phone once. Um, she tweeted, I'm downstairs. She showed up at 30 Rock, like where SNL is, and said, I'm downstairs if you need me, Pete. I'm here for you. And it's like, hey, that's the kind of shit I'm talking about, where it's like, don't use this guy's depression right. to make it look like you're this great, hey, I'm here for you. Because she knows there's going to be 50 articles about that one Not tweet. only 50 articles, then TMZ shows right. up and all these cameras show up. Now, now Pete Davidson can't leave work. Because she's a douche. <laughs> because you decided to console him on social right. media rather than sending him a text Consider like, hey, you like, all right, man? Yeah, quick text, just like, hey, I'm downstairs if you want to yeah. talk. Like, we're in the same building. Do you not think that like, the cameras were already there? Like, Obviously, they're already there. Everyone's like, is he dead? Is he going to be at work today? Like, I No, think but Ariana Grande only, le- only added to that. When did she become America's sweetheart, too? Well, she's being attacked by everybody that's like accusing her of causing his depression. And well, so obviously she, she shouldn't be show, accused of she causing has to his... show her support for him. She shouldn't. Yeah, but does she have to do that on Twitter? Well, like obviously she does because people are saying like, "Oh, it's your fault that you broke that you like broke his heart and now he's depressed." Well, then so maybe 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 if, maybe that. if it is maybe it's if it's her fault and she's worried about that, maybe she shouldn't show up and be like, "Hey, it's me. You know the girl that broke your heart. I'm right here. Right. You want to you want to talk to me of all people? Well, what is she supposed to do? Then? Nothing. Just say step away. Nothing. Step away from the poor guy. She's supposed to do nothing. Shoot him a text and say, "Hey, I'm, I hope you're all right. I'm here if you need me." That's what she should do. But she had to make it this public spectacle. Yeah, it had to be. Hey, everybody's attacking her. Guys, look at me. I'm giving old Pita. Well, then maybe she shouldn't. Maybe she shouldn't have put a guy in a dumb blonde wig in her music video. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? She, you know, I don't know. It was, it was shitty, and I, and that's what I thought about it. But I think it was very self-serving for her to put that. Absolutely. If she wanted to say something in support of him on Twitter, like, like not, I'm here right now. Come here. Hey guys, lay off. Come here. Lay off Pete Davids. Right. Lay off Pete. He's at a tough time. I still love him. Whatever the fuck. Exactly. She's a public figure, and she does need to make public. You know, if she with this situation. Hey, come on over. (laughs) Film me and Pete interacting. Hopefully, Uh, that I, I found that to be very shitty. But Caitlin, I like you. I like you. I like you perking up there. I like that. We'll we'll have a pop culture segment from now on with Caitlin. I know that's that's my uh, my (laughs) really got your dander up. Um, Now for the segment that everyone waits for every time Uh, Colin is in. Oh boy, what's the matter? I hate this. He's a little sweaty. You're I am. It's fucking hot in here. It's very hot in here. It's brutally hot in here. There has been sweat dripping. It is. I I said we should have taken our shirts off. You disagreed. Well, I'm not in the shape that you are, friend. (laughs) Um, but in the other studio, it's freezing cold, right. and it says, if, you, if you're if you cold in here, put on a sweater. That's what it says next to the broken thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> in here, it's brutally hot. It's got to be 90 degrees right now. But, nonetheless, <laughs> um, uh, you know, for the segment that everyone waits for each time Colin is on, it is Get the Let Out with Colin Letty. Fuck you. Where Colin man. gives us a, <laughs> a, wacky a preview tip. of what you can find on his on his program, no, no, get the no. I hate this. I hate this because you set me up on this platter. You know, yeah, no, no one. It's very I... mean of me. It's very mean of me to say, "Hey, here's an entire you know segment of my show." What you am know I doing? What you're doing? What am I doing? No one's gonna like this, no matter what I say. That's not true. No one would like it. What do you uh, mean? At, at least for in your in, ah, yeah, in your, no. In your no, if it was entertaining, everyone would just lie to me <laughs> for no reason. But even if it was entertaining, they wouldn't like it. You're wrong an- about that. Because you're because this the is a very open-minded ha- group. The gearheads are the gearheads are very anti-Letty. And I'm okay with that. Because they've, they've tasted I, the dish that you've served them, <laughs> and they've gotten food poisoning each time. Yeah, but you make it like this huge, like, hey, look at this. Guys, this is really going to suck, but let's no, give, no, let's give them five. No, I didn't say that. You didn't have to say it. The gearheads are just on that level with well, you. Well, they're where an they, intuitive they, bunch. No, they're an intuitive bunch. I'll give them that. So what do you want to talk about this week? I want to talk about your shitty Christmas plans. What that's that's what I want to talk about. Okay. Because, oh, damn. All right, all right, hear this. Mike's family. Hey, the, uh, Andre Drummond is in the room. <laughs> you don't have to talk like that. All right. Mike had a great opportunity to Funny. go with his family to the Bahamas. Uh, yes. And you declined? Yeah, no, thanks. See, that's why you're the Grinch. Can I you're go the inside? Grinch. Why? Because your parents offered to bring you there and you just say no. Why? Why would um, you not go? You guys celebrated Christmas, what, a couple of days ago, you said? Sunday, yeah. What a ridiculous thing. They're like, <laughs> are you sure you don't want to go to the Bahamas with us on Tuesday? And you're like... No. No, I'm all uh, set. 
No, I must say. Well, I'll tell you why. First, uh, I still hold this uh, pipe dream that, well, I figure if no one is in this building, if there is literally no one here oh for two my weeks, God. maybe. No. Maybe they'll have me on it. No, but the real reason is, that, I mean, that, that, that is part of it that I, I kind of want to be available when I'm actually going to be mad vacations. at you if you stayed here. What? Because... You're hoping to get a phone call next week sometime. <laughs> well, it sounds a lot sadder. They don't call you. It I sounds a lot sadder. But that does sound sad. It's very it sad, sound. Mike. It's very sad. No, no, no. It isn't sad. And I'll tell you why. Because you look at guys like uh, Greg Dickerson, who when they call him, he's not available. So it's like, hey, they, this happened to me. It literally happened to me in February where they said, hey, can you come in? Now's your chance. You can be on Kirk and Callahan. And I was like, nope, I'm away. Sorry. So I didn't feel like doing it. But the real reason is. And then, you know, my family, take them or leave them. They're all right. Take them. Bahamas free trip. They're nice enough people. Um, Well, I have a girlfriend now. Uh, So I didn't, you know, I'd rather be around her than uh, my, than in the Bahamas. Than those people. Have you seen the weather outside right now? Yeah, it's shit. Brutal weather. Are you going to your girlfriend's for. For Christmas? For Christmas? Oh, no, no, no. You're not even going to go to her. (laughs) No. You're not even going to her house for Christmas? No, no, no. What the fuck? No, no, no. I'll what be, if uh, you don't get the call? call where does she live? Uh, uh, oh, boy. Do par- we want to know? Where do her parents live? Yeah, like, I, where, where I, would she I celebrate? Say, but, you know, like, roughly 45 minutes away from her. 45 minutes? Yeah. Go go to the Now you're just trying to be outraged. Now you're just repeating. No, 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 no. Now no, you're no. repeating things that I say that aren't that crazy. No. 45 minutes. I thought, that, I thought, you, were gonna, I thought you were going to say like a, in Western Mass or something or, or, or something far where you no, couldn't no. get here. 45 minutes, you could Uber back here if needed. Right, which is why I'm sticking around. Why, which yeah. is why I'm not going to the Bahamas. Uh, <laughs> I think that makes sense. And I think the gearheads would understand that logic. Now, no, it's it became it became not the real reason I was going once I had a meeting with Zarbano, and I was like, I guess I can go to I can go to the Bahamas for twelve years, and it won't have any impact on my life. Um, But before that, that was my legitimate logic, and I think that makes sense. And I think the I think that you don't see that is why uh, you only have a segment on this podcast instead (laughs) of an actual podcast. Instead of yeah, so that's what I would say. All right, yes, you have the point one percent. To get on on Tuesday. What do you mean? Uh, no, no, not on Christmas Day. I mean for the two weeks surrounding it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they're going for two weeks. I, I they're going. So. My parents are down there for... I can go later if I want. My uh, So my stepdad owns a uh, paving company. APMI Paving and Maintenance. Oh. Shout Massachusetts, out. Connecticut, all your paving and maintenance needs, well, folks. Um, so in the winter, they don't have shit to do. And uh, they've gotten to a place in life where I guess they can just bon voyage for six months <laughs> or four months, whatever the hell it is. Uh, I'm, four I'm, months. Well, that's the thing four is, I, months. I, they're going for a while. Can we go? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Can we? Can I take your place? Yeah, you guys can go. Caitlin, they'd love to have I'm you. Not kidding. I'm they'd love to have you. Yeah, I'm sure Caitlin would love to go down with you as well. Um, no, yeah. So that's the other thing is, I need to work. Unlike them, who can apparently just jet off to wherever the fuck <laughs> they feel like. I actually need to work because I don't leech off my uh, parents like some people. Are you accusing um, me of leeching off my parents? I didn't say, no, I wasn't. I actually wasn't. <laughs> Sorry, I, was, I wasn't saying that. I, I just mean I'm not like that. Okay. Like maybe former guests of the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't do that. Uh, so I actually need to work was the other thing. I make shit money, so I can't really afford and to they take put you on up. every week? They sure do. <laughs> they sure do. Um, so that's pretty much it. Yeah, no Christmas for old Mikey. Do you want to come to my house for Christmas? No, 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 no. Are you I'm, sure? Yes, I'm all set. What could I get you as a Christmas Sounds like gift an awful that'll experience. make you happy? Nothing. You could not show up in the next... You could not ask me to do this podcast anymore. That'd be, well, I can't do that. would be a great... God forbid. That'd be would a you great say game. you're a bah humbug? Is that how it's pronounced? It's how it's pronounced. Are you a I don't Scrooge? Think a, I don't think it's a noun. <laughs> um, no, I'm not a Scrooge. I, I don't mind. You know, I got, I got, an, I got, do I got you like a, Christmas? I got everyone a gift. You did? Yeah. What'd you get? Uh, it's a lot more work than mom? it's worth. Um, I got her, uh, her and my stepdad a nice bottle of wine and a restaurant. Gift certificate? No. There yeah. we go. That's nice of you. Yeah, I'm a hell of a guy. I'm yeah, a hell of a right. son. All right. I scraped some pennies together to get. <laughs> okay. Hey, here's a gift. Here, hey, go out to dinner on me. Now have fun in the Bahamas, gang. <laughs> they they invited you. I don't feel bad. I know they did. You do have a tree in your house. I'll give you that. I know they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I have the works. The tree. The, yeah. Uh, um, there's a, a sign downstairs in the apartment below me that says, uh, "Hope has no home here." <laughs> All the makings of what? <laughs> kind of even yeah. out your tree. Oh, no, the guy when we moved in, we saw that. So we live in the top two floors of a of a house, 
and it's like a you know one of those multi-family homes and um the apartment below us is uh one one level and in his window there's a sign that says uh, hate has no home here <laughs> oh i thought you said hope has no home here oh, i might have said that hope oh, has no home here so in the studio that's what i was gonna say hope that, has no- <laughs> that sign belongs in here yes okay don't go home with on hope. t-shirts that you wear hate has no home <laughs> honestly don't go home with hope would be a nice uh, trash talk t-shirt Jesus. Mark that up, Caitlin. That's no. your next joke. By the way, and I'll say this for Christmas time. Uh, Caitlin, of the three producers I've had with Trash Talk, mm-hmm. Caitlin's the best one. Yeah, Easily. There was no, there wasn't going to be any studio space today. Caitlin uh, muscled Ordway's fat ass out of here. <laughs> she stood up to Lou and Christian and said, beat it, twerps. And Caitlin got us this studio. You think Jared would have been able to do that? No, hell no. No? No, no. Would he have tried? No. He would have told me he did. Right. So yeah, I tried. Dan would have left this morning. <laughs> so so yeah, no. Caitlin's the only one that would have done that, and I uh, I appreciate you, Caitlin. Absolutely. Now don't uh, quit on me and unfollow me on Twitter for some bizarre reason. <laughs> Block you on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Hey, right. what would you get me for Christmas? Nothing. See you next week, folks. Actually, no. Uh, Caitlin, will you be around next week? Yeah. Maybe the last trash talk of the year, gang. Hey, you know I'll be here. Wait. With Velvet next year. Maybe last trash talk of 2018. We will see you next year, folks. And please, I appreciate all the support you've given me this year. 2018's been a, a hell of a ride for the gearheads. And I mean that only in the sense that that term didn't exist last year, at least in regards to me. Um, so thank you guys very much for supporting the show and all that. Keep giving us those five-star ratings. Ooh, I love them. We've gotten a lot over the last few weeks. And uh, keep that train rolling, baby. Even if you listen on WEI.com. Go to the uh, iTunes page. Give us the old five a and uh, positive review. Tell the world how much you love me. And uh, tell Minahan <laughs> I don't have any other fucking options. <laughs> uh, we've gone back and forth on Twitter a little bit. He's dragging his feet in this meeting I might have with him. <laughs> I've got nothing else, Kirk. I need you, baby. So tweet Minahan and say, save this poor disabled guy's life. Throw that in there. Make him feel guilty. Because <laughs> it's all I've got. Um, at blindmike underscore if you want to include me in those tweets. And uh, what is your Twitter, sir? At Let's 12, L-E-D-D-S-1-2. Yeah. That's the account you probably won't be following, but you can if you want. <laughs> and um, that's it. Thanks, everyone. See you next year. You've been listening to Trash Talk Trash with Talk. Blind Mike. Hear it again on WEEI.com, iTunes, and the Radio.com app. Tune in next week for another edition of Trash Talk, Trash Talk. a presentation of WEEI.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.